So you're about to receive a large inheritance. What should you do with it? Today on Your Money, Your Wealth podcast number 428, join Big Al Spitball on suddenly becoming $85 million richer. Plus, is it nuts to semi-retire early? Should retirement contributions be split between Roth and traditional accounts? Can you do conversions to your kids' custodial Roth accounts? The fellows also spitball on tax bracket-based Roth conversion strategies to help you pay the least amount of tax possible long-term. And they discuss required minimum distributions on inherited assets and whether to pay off a 401k loan if it's quote-unquote paying you 8% per year. I'm producer Andy Last, and here are the hosts of Your Money, Your Wealth, Joe Anderson, CFP, and Big Al Clopine, CPA. Got Michael from... Bingham, Binghamton. 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 And we've actually got two Binghamton people this week, so apparently the word's oh. getting out in Binghamton. Oh, no yeah. kidding. That billboard I put up. <laughs> finally thought, paying off. I thought it was on the this, the bus stop seats. <laughs> no, it's that too. Yeah. I'm all over the place. <laughs> Howdy there. My name's Michael, 24 years old. I want to say thanks for answering my question last time about what to do about just getting started with investing. My question now is a real doozy. And I love a spitball analysis as well. So I'll be inheriting roughly $85 million after taxes for my grandparents in about a month and a half. Wow. That's the first time we've had a question like this. $85 million. <laughs> That's it, huh? What the hell? Yeah, right? <laughs> well, did you, you almost got written out of the will there, Michael. <laughs> I had no idea they had anywhere near this much money to begin with. So I'm not even sure what I should be doing with this. I currently make about $2,500 a month net income and only have a couple hundred dollars in my retirement accounts. I also do not own any kind of assets besides my Ford Focus, right? What is the best course of action for me to use this money to last me the rest of my life? Should I be investing into dividends to be able to draw income from this large sum of money or just invest it and act as if it's not there and just let it be? Right. That'd be hard to do. They would. First of all, I don't think you tell anyone that you just inherited eighty-five million. <laughs> well, hopefully, because everyone's going to start coming from the woodwork. Michael changed his name <laughs> and his town. Yes. <laughs> so he's got eighty-five million. Should I just ignore it? <laughs> it's really not there. Could you, man? How could you ignore that, that eighty-five million? Would, that would last a week. <laughs> last a minute. You, you go into Costco. Oh, look at that new eighty-five-inch TV. <laughs> Let's get the LG. Let's get the latest. Oh, one. my gosh. Or is there another approach I should be taking? Any tips would be greatly appreciated. I appreciate your spitball on this one. Thanks again. P.S. Absolutely love the show. You guys are the ZZ Top of finance and retirement. Wow. I'm not sure what that means. The ZZ Top. He's 24 years old. Yeah, you and I have such long beards <laughs> <laughs> and long hair. Oh, ZZ Top. I love ZZ Top. Yeah, me too. Okay. 85 mil. Well, yeah. Well, that's an interesting question. Yes. Well, if it's 85 million to 85,000 to 850,000 or 8.5 million. Okay. I think you use the same approach. Right. It's Michael's 24 years old. He's going to inherit a bunch of money. So first and foremost, you know, you, you got to understand, all right, what are you trying to do with this money? You know, what lifestyle do you want to maintain? And then just be sensible. A lot of times when people inherit this or you get the big lottery winners. Yeah. Have you ever seen that lotto show? Yes. I mean, when they oh, yeah. just go bananas <laughs> sure. and then they just blow themselves up and like, 
Yeah. <laughs> 24 it's, hours. Right. <laughs> the money's gone. <laughs> oh, God. And yeah, and most lottery winners, we know this as a fact, most of them are broke in, in, within five years. Right. Um, you know, professional athletes have a tough time right. with this. They get huge windfalls. Yeah, they're just not ready for it. They're not used to it. Yeah, and at 24 years old, that's a that's a ton of cash to be responsible for. Well, it is. And and so I I, I actually almost have a word more for the grandparents or for anyone that has a lot of money this isn't the Don't best give this place. to michael right well i'm i'm maybe this isn't going to be popular with michael but but it's not the best way so, so the problem and michael for you it's like i don't want you to look back 10 20 years from now and regret you got it because you didn't you weren't productive you didn't go for the career you didn't you didn't have a a need you, you know there, there was no need to really try hard right i mean the purpose is like okay well, am I going to grind at work? Am I yeah. going to try to, you know, move up the ladder? Right. And it's it, like, well, who cares? Don't, you know, if your boss says one word to you, I'd be like, go pound sand. But I got 85 billion. Your longest employment would be eight days. <laughs> oh, my God. Lots of that. I just come in hot every day. Just try it's to like, piss me off. You better be nice to me or I'm out of here. <laughs> if you have me to do one minor thing that I don't want to do, I'll just walk yeah. it out. So, so, but Michael, so for, for your standpoint so basically it, it investing yeah pretend like try to pretend it's not there invest for the future invest uh, you know a, a diversified portfolio of stocks bonds international domestic uh i i would say if you want to try to maybe do some mental tricks if if you will take have a certain amount aside maybe a hundred thousand or whatever just to get yourself a better tv and car i know you're thinking about it and that and that's okay but but take the rest of it i actually heard of one attorney doing this and i think this is kind of a cool idea and if you if you have the discipline to do to do it for yourself which is this so whatever you make each year twenty thousand fifty thousand whatever then be able to withdraw the same amount from the money right 20 another twenty thousand another fifty thousand so you're basically doubling your money but then it forces you to have to be productive to get at this money now make exceptions if you want to buy a house or medical or education but try to be strict with yourself and maybe even maybe even hire someone to would help, help you with that so it's not just you that's what i would suggest if if, if i were your you're next pimping, you're pimping your services big out no i'm not <laughs> I, i'm just if, if i if i was your um next door neighbor and you came to me that that's what i would say is, is hire someone to, to hold you accountable so that you don't go through the next 20 30 years being non-productive and then ending up you know just unfulfilled right yeah it could blow you up if if you do it this could. wrong it could big yeah. time uh, well, good luck, Michael. Um, all right. Hey, if you want your money questions answered, you know where to go. Go to yourmoneyyourwealth.com. Click on that button. Ask Joe and Al on the air. You can leave a email or a voicemail like Kevin did, I believe. Hey, Joe and Big Al. My name is Kevin from Folsom, California. I drive a 2023 GMC Canyon. I have a six-year-old German Shepherd mixed with a cattle dog named Hexa. Drink of choice would be an old Rasputin stout. You guys got to try it. So my question for you guys is, I work for the state of California. I've been here for nine years. I have a 401k with 32,000 invested in there and a 457 with 20,000 invested. I'm just contributing to the 457 now, not the 401k. 
It is currently 50% large cap, 30% mid cap, and 20% small cap. All traditional. I contribute $1,200 a month to that account. And my question is, should I split it between Roth and traditional? Other investments, 55000 in a taxable brokerage, all in the S&P 500. 32000 in a Roth IRA in the total stock market, BTI. And then some smaller accounts of five to 6000 with some stock picks that I play around with. I do work for the state of California, so I will have a pension. Current cash value of that pension is $50,000. I think between all of my accounts, I have $250,000 saved. Just wanted to know the best course of action with the Roth and the traditional 401k. Thank you. All right. Rasputin Stout. Yeah. Have you tried that? Rasputin. Yeah. Rasputin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I do like some stouts occasionally. Yeah, that's a little little, a little rich, a little darker, a little, <laughs> a little rich for my my. <laughs> Might have to try it, you know, Kevin from Folsom. Yeah, so gotta, you guys got to try it. So. Yeah, Rasputin. Okay, we're we're missing some information. No, we're here. missing a lot of things. A couple of things would be nice to know is how old you are and what you're making, what your what your taxable income is. Then we can sort of help you further, but. So we'll just have to make some assumptions. It sounds like he's younger based upon the fact pattern. I, wouldn't you say? Yep. I would Maybe say 30s. late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. 30s is what I'm guessing. So if we make that assumption now, and we, we're making another assumption, which is usually when you work for a state, you don't make giant income, but the, the trade-off is you have good benefits and pension. Yeah. Great pension. Yeah. So assuming that the salary is lower and you're younger, yeah, just maybe flip to all Roth, right? yeah, or or at least a majority, right? For sure, I would that, I would say one hundred percent Roth. He's going to have a good pension. He's been there nine years. He's you know, let's say if he has a thirty year career there, he's going to have a solid fixed income, yeah, and in the, retirement. And the pension will be ordinary income. Nothing you can do about that, right? And if you can sprinkle on a little Roth IRA on top of that, you know, yeah. that keep you in probably a little bit lower bracket in retirement. Yeah, you bet. So I. Th- Based upon what we know, that's what I'd say. He's done a great job. $250,000. Super good job. Yeah. And I like how he's thinking about it. But you've got $55,000 in that taxable brokerage. I would probably take some of that and put it into a Roth IRA. Uh, because, Kevin, you always have access to the principal. So let's say Kevin put $6,000 into VTI in a Roth account. And I don't know, five years from now, he wants to take some of that money out. Well, he has access to the money, anything that he puts in, but all the it's just going to grow tax-free for him, depending on what he wants that money for. Yeah, true. And I think a lot of people don't really know that, which is when you do a contribution, right? This is a contribution, a Roth contribution, then you have immediate basis, which means you can take the money out if you need to. Now, we don't recommend it. We want you to keep the money in for your retirement. But just to know that, you can always take your principal out, which means your contribution, $6,000 or whatever you contribute, you can always take that out. The earnings interest, you know, the the growth, you have to wait till you're 59 and a half for that. But the contributions itself, you can get at if you need to. All right. Thanks for your uh, question, Kevin. Hey, Joe, Big Al, Andy. I recently discovered your show and really enjoy listening during my morning walks. I have a long way to go to catch up to all the episodes and look forward to the new show each week. Long way to go. Yeah. Just stop now. Well, (laughs) 
Uh, my wife and I are planning on semi-retiring in two years. When I'll be 57, she'll be 61. Considering our age, I have a few questions about Roth contributions within my TSP and then how to manage the TSP after I retire. I max out my traditional TSP every year and currently have a balance of 750000 My wife and I both have Roth IRAs for a combined amount of three hundred. We also have 75000 in our brokerage account, another 80000 in CDs. Uh, we also bring in about 18000 net from a rental home. And we have $75,000 in annual pensions upon retirement. We will still carry a mortgage balance of $200,000 at $2,700 a month. Considering I'll only be contributing to my TSP for another couple of years, should I start putting all my contributions to the Roth TSP? If I do, are they subject to the five-year rule? And then when I retire, should I consider pulling all of the money out of the TSP and start doing Roth conversions? And then a quick spitball question. Well, <laughs> how many you, questions you, you, do we have so far? Come on. <laughs> I mean, these are already four or five questions. Now we got a spitball question. Here. Yeah, yeah. Am I nuts to consider semi retiring that early? Thanks. Look forward to hearing the question on your show. My drink of choice is a good lager, and I drive a 2007 Toyota Tundra. All right, little Tundra. Got it. Go. Cool. Okay. Well, um, where do you want to start? Well, we're we're missing info here again. Yeah, we are. We don't. Um, so this is Derek from Seattle. Uh, Derek, thank you for uh, the email. But we don't know how much money that you're spending. We don't know how much money that you're making now. We don't know what you want to spend in retirement. Yeah. We don't know if your pension comes into play at fifty-seven or do you have to be as older than that. So we're we're missing a couple pieces of the puzzle here. Uh yes, we are, but we'll just go we'll do the best we can with what we have, right? So so first of all, I would say so 750,000 in a TSP, 300,000 in a Roth IRA. That's that's fairly good balance. That's I would say better than what we normally see. Most. Yeah, better than most. But it would be nice to know what you're making now, what tax bracket you're in, and what you want to spend in the future to know to give you the the correct answer. So it's, <laughs> but here, here's where I'm at. He's got, he's going to have a $75,000 pension plus social security for him and his wife. So that's probably going to get him to a hundred thousand dollars. His taxable income will probably be in the 22% tax bracket. Yeah. The top of the 22% tax bracket today is what? hundred and I was going to say one, 160, 170. One, I was going to say 190, 190. Yeah. 190. Okay, you're in the 22% tax bracket, so that's $190,000 of taxable income. I would definitely go Roth IRA. If you're in the 24% tax bracket, then that's where it gets a little bit dicey. But I still think Derek could be in the 25% tax bracket in the future if the Bush tax cuts expire. Yeah. So I think 22 or 24 makes sense for him. So I would definitely switch it to Roth IRA, even though he only has two years. Now, you could roll the Roth TSP into your Roth IRAs. You've already had the Roth IRAs for five years, so you wouldn't be subject to the five-year clock. And if you want to continue to convert the TSP to the Roth, I think that makes sense too, but you want to just be cognizant of your tax bracket as you do the conversion. All yeah, right. And by the got, way, you meant right. the Trump tax cuts, not the Bush tax cuts. Well, the Bush tax cuts, those, <laughs> those, those were tax cuts Sorry. too. <laughs> All right. 
Thank you, Andy. <laughs> to get a more comprehensive retirement spitball that takes advantage of the tax cuts, regardless of who made them, click the link in the description of today's episode in your favorite podcast app, go to the show notes, then click Ask Joe and Big Al on air. Send us an email or a voice message and include your name, even if you make it up, your age and location, make sure those are real, and tell us when you and your spouse, if you have one, want to retire, how much you think you'll need to spend annually in retirement, how much you make and save now, how much you already have saved and in what types of accounts, for example, 401k, Roth, brokerage, etc., and any other details that are relevant to your financial situation. Then tell us where or how you listen to YMYW and your drink of choice, because that's what really matters to help Joe fully understand your situation. I would say it'll also help him decide if he'll have what you're having, but I think we all know that Joe will have pretty much what anybody is having. We got Dear Joe, Big Allen, Andy, I'm 65, my wife is 63. This bill from Maryland. We're both retired and have plenty of income and assets to cover our needs. Oh, way to go, Bill. See the asset breakdown below. Oh, we're going to have it. Oh, yeah. Table. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. going to be a spreadsheet. It's going to be millions. I could already smell it. <laughs> I could smell Bill's wealth from right. here. Uh, I have a pension index for inflation that pays me about $100,000 a year. Oh, boy. Here we go. Okay. If I predecease my wife, she'll get 55% of the pension for the rest of her life. I will probably take Social Security at my full retirement age at January of 2024. It's $3,100 a month. We plan for my wife to take it at 70. Okay. okay. That's interesting. And that's 4100 a month. We do not have any extravagant lifestyles, but we would like to spend $75,000 a month. <laughs> that emphasis was added, by the way. I'm, I'm kidding, Bill. Okay, we'll start over. We do not have an extravagant lifestyle. Uh, we would easily live off my pension. Uh, at, so, least, at least while you're alive. Yes. Uh, so we are set in terms of retirement financial le- needs. Any money left will go to the charities and kids. Starting this year, and until my wife takes Social Security in 2029, she will have essentially no income. Given this, our combined income minus deductions plus us <clears throat> puts us right about the threshold between the 12 and the 22% federal tax bracket at 83,550. Do you re- recommend Roth conversions each year for the amount that gets us to the brink of the 24% tax bracket? Or I know you are advocates of Roth conversions, but the jump from 12% to 22% is rather large. Further, if we were willing to convert the full amount up to the 22% tax bracket and absorb that 10% jump in the marginal federal tax rate, would converting another $160,000 up to the 24% tax bracket make sense since it's only another 2%? I have health insurance. Don't intend to take Medicare Part B, so Irma is not a concern. Any thoughts you would have would be appreciated. Okay? Uh, we're not recommending anything here, Bill. Let's just get that off the table. We're just going to chat about We're it. Just talking. Yeah, throw a little spitball it's at like, it. Hmm, I wonder what I would hmm. do. You know, just a couple of kids sitting around. Yep. Talking finance. Yep. All right, drinks. My wife and I both live in Germany. and came to appreciate German beer. All right, that's cool. So our drink of choice is Pilsner, Lager, or Grosch, Kloch beer. Uh, pets. We got one cat named Bella, or Bella. Um, Our son named her. And my wife assumed it's Bella, as in beautiful. 
Okay. Well, I assume it's Bella. As in Lugosi. As Bella in Lugosi, who played Lugosi. Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> the Cap Dracula guy. Oh, Lugosi. In the in like 1930s-ish. That encapsulates our thoughts about the cat. Wow, he's got big words. Bill. Either, oh, e- okay. Either beautiful or cat Dracula. Dracula. Yes. Assets, primary residence, 650, rental property, 350, traditional IRA, 3 mil. Okay, now, now we got some. Now, we, now, now that's helpful. Oh, he's flexing right now. He's, I, just, he's throwing like a 200-mile fastball. <laughs> I know, but we need to know it to answer this question. Roth IRA is 1.5, brokerage accounts, 1.2, HSA, 70. Uh, he's just He just waited just to well, slam dunk that on us. He, he held back on total net worth. Killed it. He wanted to. I, I I knew Bill had some cash. You could just tell. All right, Bill. Yes, you need to do some massive conversions here. And yeah. why? Yeah, uh, I got do. a question for Bill. Why is he taking his Social Security at sixty-seven when he can easily live off his pension? He said, and he's going to make his wife wait until age seventy. Well, I I think do you think it's a personal like belief in the system. No, I, I think it's because. I mean, one will outlive the other, and they're both going to be great benefits. So why not just take one of them earlier? I, I think that's a fine way to think about it. I don't know. I would push his out to seventy as well. Then that gives him more time to be in lower brackets. Sure, you could convert more because that's going to take more money off your. I think we should, yeah, run it through our social security analyzer. <laughs> I I think it's okay. I, I do. But she's younger. Yeah. So why wouldn't he take his at seventy? She takes hers at sixty-seven. Could could flip it. I agree with you. You would you would get more benefit then. You would get more bang for your buck at that point, right? Yeah, because he's taking his at sixty-seven, and she's going to wait another till twenty twenty-nine to take her benefit, right? So he takes his at seventy. She takes hers at sixty-seven. You're going to get more money out of the system, okay. I think. If you both if they both live to to normal life yeah. expectancy, I, I'll buy that. All right. Okay, so on to the question. Yes. Well, okay. the, the question is yes, because here, here's why. So you have, here's, here's how to think about it. You got $3 million in your IRA that you don't really need, right? And you're 65. So it's going to be almost 10 years before you, it's going to be 10 years before your RMD hits. So it, it could be five or 6 million at that point. Let's just say it's 5 million. So your RMD is going to be roughly 4%, probably more than 4% at age 75. And so it's you're going to have 200,000 of extra income to go with everything else, right? And so you got 200 plus 100, three plus your social security yeah. is another four. Right. So so think about it that way. What tax bracket are you going to be in? And that helps you decide what tax bracket you should convert to now. And by the way, tax rates are going up again in 2026. And who knows where they'll be in the future. Now, if you're of the opinion the tax rates will keep falling, then don't do any of this. But I think if you if you think logically, is it is it more likely than taxes are going to go up than down or even stay the same? And I think most of us would say, yeah, probably because the government needs more money. I would be interested to know how he got 1.5 million in the Roth. Yeah, I, I would too. Maybe he picked Apple stock or something like that. Or did he do a large a conversion? Conversion at some point? Yeah. Has he been doing conversions along the way? But if if he di- if he did, he wouldn't be asking this question. He's right. already done it. Yeah. He's already done the math. So I would go to the twenty four. Based upon three million IRA, I'd go to the twenty four any day of the week. I I do it for twenty twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, twenty twenty six. We don't know. Yeah. Then you wait twenty twenty six to see where tax rates go. Right. 
If they stay the same, if they go up, they go down or whatever. Because mm -hmm. the 24% bracket would be 28, at least as scheduled. He's right going to be stuck in alternative minimum tax if it comes back to where it was. It does with that income, which means the 28% bracket, the uh, Altman rate of 28% will feel more like 35% because you lose a deduction as you add income. So yeah, 24% is kind of almost a no-brainer. And, and you got the money to pay the tax. Yeah. Hi, Joe. Big Al. My name is Sam. And I drive a 2008 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uh, drink of choice is McAllen 12 on the rocks. Oh, all right, Sam. Kind of into the McAllen. Tried it for the first time. Really? Yeah. I, I don't even know what it is. It's booze. I know, I know what that. <laughs> it's whiskey. Whiskey. Okay. Um, my wife and I are both retired and file married jointly. I'm 72 and earn Social Security and small $300 a month pension. My wife is 68 and earns only Social Security. Uh, no other income for now. Annual combined income of Social Security and the pensions, about $43,000. My wife has a rollover IRA of $350,000 and she does not need any of that money right now and wants to start converting the funds into a rollover IRA. Is there a dollar amount that she can convert up to each year in the Roth IRA without her incurring any added federal or state taxes? We live in New Jersey. Our CPA said we can convert up to $24,000 a year tax-free, but I've not read this anywhere else. Here's what I think. There's no there's no specific rule like that, but I think, you know what, if you got 43000 of income and almost all of it's Social Security, you probably have virtually zero income on your tax return. And then there's, there's, you know, there's roughly a, what is it? 25, 27,000 standard, standard deduction. deduction. Now, if you, if you do Roth conversion, it's going to make a little bit more of your social security. It's going to blow it up. Yeah. But there is a certain amount that you could probably convert and pay no tax. And I'm giving the CPA credit for maybe he did that calculation for you, but that that's not a hard and fast rule, but it could, that could be the number for you based upon the fact that you have negative taxable income right now and you add a Roth conversion and then you sort of get back to zero. Right. Because of you're just going to fill up the standard deduction. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing right now, you, you only have 3000 of income because the social security is tax-free and then you have a $27,000, $28,000 standard deduction, right? And so it's roughly 24. Now, maybe that's where you got the 24. And if that's what it is, then he's wrong because as you add more Roth conversion, more of the social, social security, security will be, be taxable. Taxed. You really have to do a tax projection to figure this out. Yeah, but I think what Sam's question was is that I heard if I, uh, we could convert $24,000 a year, no matter what tax bracket no. I'm in, and I'm going to be tax-free. Not true. Not true. That You're in a very specific situation because your only income is Social Security benefits. And if you your Social Security benefit is tax-free because you have very little other income. That's right. But once you start adding other income to your tax return, then all of a sudden your Social Security is subject to income tax. Correct. And so when you do a conversion, that adds income. So you just got to be careful to to determine what that number is. But yes, you would be able to convert some, but it's not a hard, fast yeah, rule. Individualized, and it's going to be different every year. Got Brian from Bingham, Binghamton, <laughs> New York. I wonder, is Brian? I think Michael must have told his buddy Brian in Binghamton that he should listen to this show, but who knows? Or, or, but now Brian knows yeah. he's going to be hunting down the other dude with the 85 million. <laughs> Maybe it's the same person. Just change the name to get get another question. Uh, let's go with the important stuff out of the way. I drive a 2014 Toyota 4Runner. I have two boxers. I'm oh, I'm at a, the tail end of a brilliant drinking career. Ah, 
Brian, don't give up. No one likes you a quitter. You can't imagine that, can you? <laughs> the tail end? No, I'm just, I'm in my prime right now. Uh, right. Uh, so and, I don't yeah. drink much anymore. Uh, as I want to give my body a break from the earlier years. Uh, but when I do, occasionally tip one back. It's anything from mixed drink to a beer, wine. In the past, gin and tonic was the most popular drink of choice. Okay. All right. Well, gin and tonic. Love the show. Just started listening recently, okay? And although it's not easy to do, the three of you make listening about finances fun. Yeah, because we're half loaded. Speak <laughs> for yourself, pal. <laughs> uh, uh, I know you get a lot of Roth questions, but mine is a little out of the ordinary. My wife has a 457 account from her working days. Uh, we're thinking about doing Roth conversions into our Roth IRAs, but recently my daughter got her first part-time job. My son uh, will be old enough to get his first part-time job this summer. I just opened up a custodial Roth IRA for my daughter. And we'll be doing the same for my son when he gets his first part-time job. Is there anything that would prohibit me from doing a Roth conversion of the 457 funds to their custodial Roth accounts to give their retirement savings uh, journey a nice kickstart, get those dollars compounding early? Thanks for all the great entertaining information your team brings to the airwaves. All right, Brian. Okay. Uh, okay. I like how he's going to use his wife's 457 plan to do this, not his. <laughs> That's true. You didn't miss that, did you? <laughs> so, yeah, my wife's got this old account. She, does, she doesn't need it. Yeah. I'm going to give it to the kids. I'm going to load them up. <laughs> load my kids we, up. She's we don't fine. need it. She, she doesn't really need it. She just. <laughs> Never talks about it. <laughs> yeah, honey, get that gin and tonic going. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. No, well, you, yes and no. You can't convert someone else's account into another person's account. Yeah, that, that's an absolute no. But you can take a distribution and you can take those distributions and you can save it into their Roth IRAs. Yeah. It would. At, almost have the same effect yeah it'd just be a smaller amount probably i mean so, so no well I, it depends on how much money they so yeah. if i do six thousand dollar roth conversion right but he's going to open up a roth oh i suppose uh, if he wanted to do a larger jump start yeah, is yeah. i guess is what you're but, saying but yeah so you could use non-457 money and just open you know put six thousand dollars or put whatever earned income the kids have up to six thousand dollars into the Roth. it can come from you into their account you can't take your money and convert it into their account but i think where you were going joe is you could it could distribute six thousand dollars out of your account and then use that money into theirs but you couldn't do more than that no yep. you're limit you're limited to the contribution limits yeah so if you wanted to convert more let's say they i don't know did he give the account balance or anything like that Let's say it's a hundred thousand dollar account. He wants to give fifty thousand to his daughter and fifty thousand yeah. to his son. Yeah, you couldn't do that. No, but you could distribute a hundred or whatever amount you wanted. So then you got there to do the six thousand dollars each year. Sure. Yeah. To, uh, if they have enough earned income. Right. Right. So yeah, the contribution limit is earned income or six thousand, whichever is lower. Yeah. So if they only make four thousand, then you can make four thousand dollar contribution. If it's or is it sixty five hundred this yeah, year? Yeah, it's sixty five hundred. Yeah, I know I, that. I was as I said it, I was thinking, is that right? And no. the answer is no. It's sixty five hundred. Sixty five hundred. <laughs> all right. So hopefully that helps, Brian. But by all means, the the sooner that you can get money into a kid's Roth IRA, I mean the better. Big time. I mean, so that's a huge, huge gift 
um, for them. And that's, you know, that's, so. that's a good tip for any parent when they have younger kids, open up a Roth account. And if you've got the wherewithal to do this, go ahead and, and fully fund it up to their earned income as high as 6,500. Correct. Yeah. There's no age limit, right? So if they're 12 years old, um, I don't know what child labor law <laughs> rules are, but well, they could be uh, a child actor or something. Yeah, right? they could be a, a baby model. <laughs> baby model. Yeah, that's my kid. Sure. <laughs> How much is your kid made? Oh, Probably a lot, right? Uh, tons. <laughs> tons. If you're one of those folks that listen to YMYW as soon as the episodes drop, you are in luck. For the first time in months, the DIY Retirement Guide is the special offer right now at yourmoneyyourwealth.com. You know, all our other guides, white papers, and handbooks are always freely available in the financial resources section of our website. This guide is only available now through this Friday. It's packed with practical do-it-yourself steps to understand and plan your retirement income, sophisticated strategies for choosing a tax-efficient distribution method, guidance on developing an investing strategy that meets your needs, tips on preparing for the unexpected, and other actionable information that's normally only available in our retirement classes or one-on-one meetings. Click the link in the description of today's episode in your favorite podcast app, go to the podcast show notes, and claim the DIY Retirement Guide by this Friday, May 12th, 2023. After that, who knows when it'll be available again. We got Dan writes in from Brick, New Jersey. Dear Jill, Big Al, and Andy, I have been a listener to the Your Money, Your Wealth podcast for about five years. Wow, <laughs> another long-term listener. Jeez, ring the bell. <laughs> Dan from Brick. Never been to Brick? No, but that's a great town name, I oh, think. Yeah. I was just in Boston. A lot of brick buildings there. Finally, I have a topic about my finances that would be of interest on your show. I drive a 2016 Mercedes. See, he's been listening to the show for five years. Yeah. Of course he's got a Mercedes. <laughs> in a historic 1997 Saturn. Yeah. All right. And I that I inherited from my mother. I enjoy IPAs, including the non-alcoholic type. Oh, I don't know why you would put yourself through that torture. My father and mother passed away in 2021 and 22, respectively, at ages 84 and 78. They both had traditional in Roth IRAs and started to take their RMDs. My sister and I were the designated beneficiaries with 50-50 split. We distributed the RMDs in 21 and 22 as our parents would have using their life expectancy tables. Uh, the guidance at the point seemed to be that we could take distributions of any size or skip them as we wanted at any years as long as the IRAs were fully distributed by the end of the 10th year. However, my understanding of this has changed when I found that the IRS had issued notice 22-53. It's a notice. It's not law. They're still not clear on this RMD. It's so confusing. It's I, it's still not law. I know. Because they waived the RMD for 22 2021 and 2022 and they'll probably wave it for 2023 because they're still still don't have there's still Although no I, clearance i've read they're not going to wave it for 2023 but who knows right and and they, i'm not sure they waived it for 2021 and 2022 it, it's it's just that there's going to be no penalty which i guess is like waiving it yes yeah, so you're still going to have to distribute the, the account right. out within 10 years right but is it going to be based on their life expectancy or was it before or after the re- required beginning date? You know, completely different. How could any layman understand even, even we're having trouble with this? I understand that this notice says we have to take RMDs, but are exempt to 21 and 22 because of the rules weren't just issued. Okay. It appears that we have to take RMDs in 2023. I'm trying to figure out the amount I need to take for myself. 
I'm having trouble finding the answer. Yeah, <laughs> you are. Welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, my custodians like Vanguard and Schwab, because their RMD calculators don't seem to cover this situation. Yeah, because no one has covered the situation. <laughs> he's prudent, though, man. This he guy's is. on top he, of it. He's, he wants to do the right yeah, thing. Yeah, he's like, man, I got to get this money out. I don't want that penalty. Yeah, right. I think I've gathered that I take a distribution based on the fair market value of the IRA of December 31st of the previous year. Okay. Yes, you are correct there. Yep. And then applying a divisor. The divisor is from a single life table and based on the age I turned during the year after each of my parents passed away. I turned 52 in 2022, the year after my father passed. And uh, the divisor was 34.3. I subtract one for the additional year and use 33.3 for the divisor for the 2023 RMB. I think you're good, Dan. <laughs> so let me just say, Dan, your understanding is consistent with mine as well. Although I agree with Joe, it's not exactly clear yet. But that's that's what it seems to say right now is that if your your RMD required minimum distribution, you only have to do it if your parents or or the person that owned the IRA had started his uh, his RMDs already. In other words, after the required beginning, beginning date, date, which is April first of the year, they turn either seventy two or, or seventy three or seventy and a half. Okay, similar to my mother, I'm turning 53. Okay, so it's the same divisor. I'll have to subtract, blah, 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 blah. Okay, does this seem right to you? Yes, we talked about that. Additionally, do these rules for distributions apply equally to the inherited Roth in the traditional IRA? I'm getting conflicting information when I try to look that up. I'm eager to hear your discussion on this topic on a future podcast. Yes, all inherited accounts have a required minimum distribution. So if it's a traditional IRA, if it's a Roth IRA, if it's a traditional 401k, Roth 401k, whatever, um, they have to be distributed out. So yeah, yes. Within 10 years. But at least currently, if you inherit the IRA before the individual's required beginning date, you don't have to do an RMD. You can do it all in the 10th year. And I still think it's still not clear. But if I was Dan, because he's, it sounds like, all right, here, I don't want to do anything. I want to just yeah. get the money out. Just take a look at, okay, well, how much money did he inherit, first of all? All right, just to buy the thing. You could use the divisor. I'm totally fine with what he's currently doing. Yeah, I think that's... Just take the minimum out there. Yeah. You're going to be fine. And as long as the account is depleted in 10 years, I mean, let's say they go back and they try to penalize you, you could easily probably apply for an exemption of saying, hey, you guys, these yeah. rules were so well, unclear. I can tell you, based upon history, they will not penalize anyone on this because it's unclear. They so. just won't. All right, Dan. Uh, thanks for the five years, buddy. We should You should give people gifts. They've been listening to this well, garbage for five years we, or more. We should, or at least at a minimum, we should have a bell, just like you said. Yeah, we could give them a gift basket. Yeah, we could. <laughs> I've, been, I've been aiming for T-shirts for a long time, but just, just no, they have to be very specific T-shirts. Okay, so I, little, I like that idea. A little fan favorite, a little maybe coffee mug or something. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hopefully it's not broken by the time it gets to you. <laughs> well, Brick, New Jersey, that's a long way away. It is. We're on uh, page five, right? Okay. Please don't share my name on the show. <laughs> we don't have a name. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> I currently live in Denver, Colorado. Okay, I'm going to call you Denver then. <laughs> just taking on a whole new voice for this one. Take, take, <laughs> I just like how they start with, please don't use my name on the show. There's only six people that listen to the show. <laughs> I've been listening to you since 2019. 
Well, wow. that's. Are we asking people now how long they've been listening to the show? No, not at all. Oh, wow. So that's that's four five years. Wow. Look Here's at another one. Yeah. I'm not going to use your name. Don't worry about it. We don't know it. So that's good. Um, married with three kids, 11, 13, and 15. Their social security numbers are. <laughs> <laughs> you could say their names. <laughs> Johnny, Susie. <laughs> and Peter. Uh, regarding my financial planning, I max out my 401k. I max the IRA backdoor contribution. Here's the question. I borrowed from my four. Oh, now I know why you don't want us to use your name. <laughs> How dare you borrow from your 401k? All right. Uh, so $50,000 in 2016 for 25 years, I'm paying to myself about 4.5%. I currently have cash to cover over six months' expenses plus another 40000 Cash earnings are 4%. I feel that the setup is paying me over 8% a year. Money that if I don't pay to myself, I would be spending in a different way. Oh, well, for savings is what he's doing here. Yep. I also know that in the long term, the 401k would perform better if the 401k is paid off. 40k. 40k loan is paid off. Um, I'm thinking, am I thinking about this correctly? Should I just pay it and be done with this? I love your show. Thank you. <laughs> don't use my name there. Yeah. I love your show, but. If you even think about <laughs> talking about me, <laughs> well, so so okay, you, pay it off. You, well, of course, pay it off. It's silly, but you're not earning any. I don't count the money you're paying yourself as earnings. That's just taken out of one pocket into another. You're making four percent is what you're making. Correct, right? So get the money back in there. You're going to make more than four percent in your four hundred one k over the long term, and so you're shorting yourself with this kind of. Uh, uh, and you've got the money to do it. So, yeah, and I would say borrowing from your 401k, that's for emergency, no other choice, not a not an investment play. So here's what I would do. I would pay it off and then max out your 401k because he's like, hey, I'm paying back this loan. And so I'm paying myself interest on the loan because the loan is charging me four and a half, but I'm paying myself back. So I'm making four and a half and I'm also making 4% on my CDs. Yeah, well, so I'm getting eight and a half percent which you're really not. That's kind of funny, man. It is. Pay off the loan and then max out the 401k. Yeah. And if you can't max, right, or because I, I get what he's saying. Hey, I could, I'm, I'm going to take this money and might spend it or he wants to do some other four savings and he feels like he's making a, this is um called that confirmation bias or what were we talking about earlier? Yeah, confirmation bias. Right? Yeah. Or maybe he's just thinking Ta about it a certain way. Ta talking to, to people to try to make sure he's doing the right thing. Yeah. And we're, we're saying no, it's, it doesn't count if you're paying yourself. You're not, that's not really earnings. Correct. Yeah. It's, it's like people get, I just took out a loan for myself Yeah, and I'm charging myself like 16%. I'm making a lot of money. <laughs> I'm killing it right now. <laughs> it's like a required minimum distribution. It's not, it is income on your tax return, but it's not really income. It's just taken out of one pocket and putting yeah. it in another. How much are you making on your investments? Uh, 16%. How do you do that? Well, I loan myself. Yeah, yeah. And I, I charge myself. I decided 16%. to do a high loan, <laughs> high interest rate. Uh, yeah, I've got bad credit, so I really had to jack up my rates on myself. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, all right. Thanks for the question. We got a lot of comments of of what we did wrong. Well. <laughs> 
We've already discussed this in the past. Yeah. If a 401k goes into an IRA, you still have the same protections because it came from a 401k. And so everyone is blowing us up and saying, no, you want to keep that as a separate IRA just so you can track it in case they get sued. So yeah. thank you all for, for writing us those several emails and telling us yeah. how bad. And, and it does depend upon the state you're in. The True. rules are all different. Yes, we're not attorneys. Nope. We're barely financial advisors. <laughs> all right, that's it. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. And we will see you guys next week. For Big Al Quilpin, I'm Joey Anderson. You just listened to, what is this, Your Money or Well? Sorry you found us. Non-alcoholic reasoning, German beer pronunciation, Joe's knowledge of Dracula, and my research skills in the derails, so stick around. Help new listeners find YMYW by leaving your honest ratings and reviews for Your Money, Your Wealth, and Apple Podcasts and any other podcast app that accepts them. Your Money, Your Wealth is presented by Pure Financial Advisors. Click the Get an Assessment button in the podcast show notes at yourmoneyyourwealth.com or call 888-994-6257 to schedule your free financial assessment in person at one of our seven offices around the country or online at a date and time convenient for you no matter where you are. Chances are one of the experienced financial professionals on Joan Big Al's team at Pure will be able to identify strategies that will help you create a more successful retirement. Pure Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor. This show does not intend to provide personalized investment advice through this broadcast and does not represent that the securities or services discussed are suitable for any investor. Investors are advised not to rely on any information contained in the broadcast in the process of making a full and informed investment decision. Hey, you found us once again, folks. Uh, sorry about that. Show's called Your Money, Your Wealth. Joe Anderson here, certified financial planner with Big Al Clopine. Uh, we just got that. <laughs> what, yeah. A little seven second delay there? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. But, yeah, well. Would you know. thought like I tripped and just apologized? Yeah, yeah, I thought you like coughed or something that I missed. No. <laughs> I realized, oh no, he's, okay, got it. Yes, yeah. they found us again. You know, it's funny that some people actually think our show's good. Yeah, <laughs> your mother. <laughs> True. And yours. Yes. As, as you, you said. Save yourself. That should be your new, new intro to every show. Oh, we're sorry you <laughs> found us again. Oh. I enjoy IPAs, including the non-alcoholic type. Oh, I don't know why you would put yourself through that torture. I can tell you why. Because as you get older, you don't quite metabolize it as well. Got it. That's that's why a, a listener before was kind of cutting back a little bit. Kind of taking it, taking it easy. I told you, I started drinking hop water oh. as an alternative. It's yeah. actually pretty good. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. <laughs> Grosch Kloch beer. I've never known how to pronounce it. K K O L S C H Kols Grosch <laughs> with the German accent. Love it. We'll go with that. You can't even say it again, can you? <laughs> That's one one and done. <laughs> Since you just made it up. All right, Bill. Like the question. Yeah, it was fun. Just kind of got cute with the, the whole cat stuff. <laughs> It Did you know who Bella Lugosi was, Joe? No. Bella Lugosi. Never heard of her. Never heard of her. Bella. Him. No. I love you, Shell, but yeah, if you even <laughs> think about talking about me. <laughs> well, I will say. I will never An- listen to this. Andy screens these before we get it, so we don't know your name. But Andy, she knows Andy, where Andy, you live. She, guaranteed she knows. Google's. But so keep your mouth shut, Andy. <laughs> Google Earth. Yeah, I know exactly who this guy is. And she she not only knows the kid's name, she knows they have two dogs. Yep. Where they go and, to school. And a cat. 
Wow. My reputation precedes me. Yes. <laughs>